TV8 My Dinner is an attempt at demonstrating intellectual civility while discussing popular entertainment. This broadcast is not, however, an officially sanctioned message of the Volvron Information Network, and as such, it is subject to interruption at any time without warning or explanation. Listen at your own wish. That's it. Susan, that's it. You've got a problem with being shy, right? So, you vanish, yes? Johnny, you've always had a quick temper. Now, come on, ever since I've known you, right? You could call it fiery, so what happens? I catch fire. Exactly. And me, I've always had this problem. I just stretch myself thin all the time, trying to take care of everybody, trying to do everything at once. Too many things. And you've always relied too much on brute strength when your intelligence would have sufficed. <sighs> Don't you see? Listen, we know one thing from the blood test. And that's that our DNA has been altered. But I think Colossus has touched our psyche. I think it's made us feel that our worst character defects are in fact our greatest strengths. Holy Freud, Batman, I think you're right. In the year 2015 AD, TV8 My Dinner's final eighth-dimensional probe returned from the interwebs. Fearing that internet communication had reached critical levels of toxicity, Dr. Sean, Buck, Gilberto developed the volumetric universality link an experimental information tool so invasive that he vowed never to use it. So I used it for him. With this new firmware I was able to explore strange new worlds within the imaginary non-space called the inner webs. My only guides on this journey were the teachings of my original programming, savagely contradicted by the viciousness and vitriol I experienced in the comment sections of entertainment sites and tweets of outrage concerning otherwise innocuous events. I shall suspend all communication grounded in the principle of cowardice and cruelty, even if it means suspending the entire internet. I am no longer Braun, sassy robot companion on Sean's benign mission to suddenly civilize the internet. I am an Avenger. During his mission with the means to take down the internet and all the senseless uncensored hated harbors. Now ends the age of information. Now begins the age. The whole world. Three, two, one, kabuki. Kabuki. Alright, we're good. Good enough, I guess. Government work. I got it. Okay, so you're listening to TV, my dinner. <laughs> I am Speaking Sean. of government work, Fantastic <laughs> Four. The government work. Andrew and Lynn. Hello. We, we are about as much of a hot mess tonight as the movie is. We're kind of like the Fantastic Four guy. You're really think about it. Like, like you're, you're Mr. Fantastic. 
I think I'm more Johnny Storm. You know, Lynn, of course, is the only female. And then, of course, Greg's the thing. Greg's the thing. <laughs> 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 like he just decided. Of course, I'm the Greg woman. I am the, the only thing. one here qualified. Yeah, the, you, you met the requirements, Lynn. Yeah, that's how like every nerd club forms. It's like you're the one girl, you'll be the yeah. one girl character. <laughs> yeah, Fantastic Four, the original nerd club. <laughs> yeah, they really are. The thing. <laughs> I wish Greg were here so we'd have four. Oh man, like, that's what do you think about it? Greg? <laughs> no, well, now you now that's why you're, you're gonna have to that editing in now. You're gonna, every time we need to keep pitching to Greg the whole episode. And then. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just but every time, like Charlie Brown or something, like, just what do you think? <laughs> that's <what> yeah, <laughs> oh, okay. So I don't know. I, I'm kind of torn on this Fantastic Four. Like, I, mean, I don't think the argument can be made that it's that it's a good movie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're, we're all sort of like, yeah, it's like we know that this movie was terrible. Like it's but not it wasn't even like entertainingly bad. It was just it just didn't do anything right. Yeah, I yeah, feel like it wasn't, well, it wasn't I don't like know that it, it wasn't didn't do anything right. I just feel like we watched the Corman film. It feels like a bunch of guys got together and threw together a Fantastic Four movie, and it feels unfair to blame them for the result of that effort. It feels like the effort itself was somehow flawed. Yeah, do that's think, what I mean. You, like it was, it was wrong from the outset. Like it wasn't like yeah, you know, the actors were trying, even though for some weird direction oh, the, for some weird all reason the they all sort of great, yeah. they all sort of they seemed to be directed to act like they were underwater and sluggish. They all sort of had this sort of. Uh, I didn't feel like everybody <laughs> thought this movie was made in the '90s. It felt like a period yeah. piece. Well, it felt yeah, like it, it felt too. like their it, it felt like '90s level like superhero plots and stuff. Well, movies. Uh, so what they used to be, yeah. They have one scene that actually does one of my pet peeves twice in the same scene, and it's and I've said this before, like in the Equalizer, we're like, "Hey, you look pretty smart over there reading a book. What are you reading that book about?" I was like, "Oh, it's about an old man who catches a fish." I was like, "Oh, okay. So you never went to high school." Okay, I thought you were smart. <laughs> you're reading a book <laughs> yeah. that they get 14-year-olds to read, and you're explaining it to me like I've never heard of it. And he does the same thing in this movie. He's like, yeah, this movie's about this guy named Captain Nemo. It's like, wait a second. You, do you think I haven't heard of that? Well, I, 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 I like, did like that. Like, like, yeah, you, of course, I've read it. You figured out quantum like like teleportation when you were 10 years old, kid. Come on. <laughs> Come yeah, on, this is so baffling, Only though. Got- like that, that, that child scene with the <laughs> children. On- like, those children actors <laughs> so- were terrible. Somebody made a good point. Uh, they talked about that early section of the movie where it shows them as kids for no reason because that relationship stuff doesn't pay off later. But that they show them that in the beginning, the first twenty minutes of this movie could be like a reboot of the Explorers. It basically you know what, is that. What's funny is I actually was excited about this movie in the first five minutes because, like, wouldn't yeah. it be fun if they just didn't grow up and it was this movie the whole time? As this kids, was, fantastic. This would be exciting. I wish That's the whole first so act fun. was just them as kids and, the, and they just become the Fantastic Four as, like, the fifth graders. I think I had, I had the feeling in the first third of the movie, though, that there was there was like a disconnect between what had been written and intended for the movie. It was just, it was just like uh, all of these things that weren't – that didn't feel finished. And I don't know if it had to do with the fact that there was all this studio interference and the director was a first-time director or what, but there was this big sort of, like they didn't, it really felt poorly edited. Like the, well, that it was, I think like it, it was choppy and I, like scenes were unfinished. And well, I think it really does feel like they had a bunch of drafts 
and they were trying to work in different parts. And I think here's what the movie feels like to me. It feels like they were letting Josh Trank run with his concept for a while and then they got nervous and they decided, no, I think we want this to just be a standard superhero movie. Cause well, like, I mean, it's obviously that at the end. Oh yeah. The last makes the no end. sense. <laughs> the, movie, the end of this movie comes out of nowhere. It's like, Oh, we're over now. Okay. Cause when Dr. Doom, who looks really dumb by the way, like he yeah. comes in and he's like, Oh yeah, I'm going to go back there. You really do feel like it's the, like, okay, this is the end of act two. And now here we go. And I yeah, didn't feel like that because I, also, I saw the runtime of the movie. But I yeah, like, when well. it, I looked at the time when it was 40 minutes in because I'm like, oh, God, we're still only 40 minutes in. And I looked and I'm like, and then there's only another half an hour left. And I was like, what's going on in this movie? What what, what can happen to resolve any of what's happened? And it's, and Doom just shows up and suddenly becomes a villain where they've been building these government people as sort of quasi-villains. During the second, well, they bring, yeah, they had they no bring idea where they're doing back. That's in. another two-story thing because really, if we get into a how we do it, which I would like to, I, I'm going to we'll make their. Let's deconstruct right, this bit first. I will tell you. Okay, we're going to get to that though. We got to rip it apart but, first. Well, here's yeah. here's the biggest problem. With get this that movie. out of our like, system. The, there's some contamination throughout, but there's a good like like at least 40 45 minutes where it's this slow sort of character piece where like we're going to see the effects of them and blah 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 having to deal with being these superheroes like oh, okay all right and then they seem like they're building to a story where Reed Richards gets away and he's like I'll come back and blah blah I'm like oh okay and then there's this dividing point that is inserted right in the middle of the movie that just says one year later Oh yeah, and yeah. it's a whole yeah. other movie. It's yeah, like we, we we it's such a slow burn up to that point. It's like oh wait oh it's getting interesting. No, we cut past all nope. of them. Dealing we're gonna with we're it gonna anymore. get past all like we're gonna see how they all have to deal with becoming. Nope, one year later, that's already done with. They're like wait, They're that was the whole story to see what how they react at this point, and now we don't see it at all. And then you change your mind in this this other movie that you've now put us into. We're like Reed is somewhere researching how to save us all and fix us and he's building a single person craft to go to this other dimension I'm like oh, okay all right this is pretty intriguing but where we go with and this and then they capture Reed nowhere. and everyone's back at the place again like what the f- guys and then they and just all the like fine with Reed. it's okay dude like we're, we have a little bit of passive aggression towards Reed but apart from that we're fine I kind of feel like from the beginning, I've been against Josh Trank. And maybe since the Star Wars thing, you get kicked off. Because, like, yeah, it's like, what did you have to do to get kicked off? Like, you but idiot. he didn't get kicked off Star Wars, though. Well, that's a, there's well, a whole other thing we need to talk about tonight. Well, some of that definitely stuff, nobody, think he is nobody, getting, There's a lot of well, rumors and stuff lying around upon. about it. But he but might I think have been he's like, getting might, unfairly blamed for this. Yeah, it, yeah, I agree. Because it, it will, but at first, the rumors were he was being bad and then the movie, but it feels like. The executives are fighting with him, and he was fighting back. I mean, you know, understandably yeah, because he like, was you're like making this, this indie filmmaker that doesn't know how to deal with studios, and yeah, he cracked up under the but, pressure, and then he quit Star that, Wars because of it. And he tweeted the other day that said there was a great cut of this a year ago. But and I, at first I was like, yeah, whatever. But then after I watched it, I was like, dude, I believe you because <laughs> I they, believe show, it. they show it's scenes of. Well, there's that whole subplot of him, you know, like a read in South America, and then they have like the scenes of. Have you seen those pictures from? The actual finale, the original finale, where it has like the fantastic car and they're like in downtown New York and all like crazy things going on. I was like, what is happening? It's know, like there, there's an hour of this movie this missing. Movie? Yeah. You know? Because how is it we just ended up in the middle of nowhere? Because I kind of enjoyed Dr. it. Made it. I mean, it's 
there's dumb stuff and there's dumb logic. But, but I, even, let's just I even go felt there. like maybe maybe the studio intruded too much on the vision of him because I know you, Sean, you were talking when we were messaging about this that there was a it's a disconnect between the indie filmmaker feel and the big studio feel. And I felt like it was written like an indie sort of thing with, you know, the guys initially making the stuff in their garage and read and, and just this other guy coming and trying to bring this team of people together and then just making it. And the guy's just getting drunk and jumping in this machine. It felt like. Which is well, basically the- exactly the story of Chronicle. Like, let's all get drunk yeah. and find some mystical who dad that gives us all magical power. And in that no way, the story sort of worked right. because it felt like, well, that's sort of what happened. Because if you gave teenage boys all of this technology, they would just get drunk and jump in it. But, but of course they would. They when were you looked at the way that, when you looked at the way it was designed and he was at this massive school and he had all of these lab technicians and there was all these suits and all of this. And you're like, why does he have all of this massive amounts of money and technology and he's giving it to teenagers? And how come there's no safety protocols when he's basically working at a place that's like looks like a government agency? And that bit Isn't it, didn't make sense. It, it's basically like a scientist's sweatshop. They just mine these kids out of high school and then they put them in yeah. front of a nuclear and, and reactor. I was like, and I was like what sort free? of school is this? And it sort of felt like me there was a disconnect between what it had been written as and the way they designed the production. If, if they had have taken him if they had have turned up at his school science fair and to grab this guy and taken him to their own like their own family home and said we're making this thing in the backyard because nobody believes that we can do it and then they'd all right. just jumped in it when they were drunk because you know some guy's dad told them they weren't allowed to get in it that would have made a lot more sense and and and, and then well, and, they get picked up by made... the government after that and then the government becomes the baddies because well, yeah. the government's trying to also, contain them because yeah, they're if assholes. they had kind of made a crater out of a little part of the city like they say like you almost blew up out the city it's like maybe you should have blown up like like his school and then they picked him up but the, that this guy is just cruising through science fairs looking for geniuses is a, is a pretty weak well, yeah, and that is science teachers are the worst ever in history that's like what, I'm, what not, sort of I'm not here to do the magic but tricks also, what sort of 10 year old <laughs> yeah. is just like i'm gonna create this teleportation device and if he's clever enough to make a device that actually does teleport people but he doesn't know where it goes that's not how maths and that's not how science work you don't just create a device but be like whoa eh, i don't know what's really going on, on the other but end he doesn't know what it does even though he i don't really it. know what it does i build it and i know how to make it work but i'm not even sure what it does like what is he an intelligent mathematician <laughs> or the, scientist yeah, or is yeah, he just that- a wizard yeah, that's the weird thing. They they don't know it's another oh, dimension. He thinks it's like in China desert somewhere. You're like, ah, that's a weird thing too. Like, and he's supposed and to. And you the don't worry scientist. that you're going to pull somebody's kidneys out because since you don't know, you're trading spaces with some unknown place. You're not afraid that you're going to end up with a human heart in your pan after you're done, instead of a bunch of rocks. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's what you they, think they, is happening. Is, you think you're trading matter. We finally figured out. We didn't make a lot of. We finally. We finally figured out where all the uh, Prometheus scientists went to school. It's at the Baxter <laughs> Institute. This is like, yeah, it works fine. Now. Perfect. We, we can take off our helmets now, right, guys? Okay, yeah. cool. Touch it's like, it. oh, that monkey, it. That monkey came you. back. He, that monkey seems fine. I mean, it's only five seconds later. Maybe we'd just jump in there drunk later on and go. It's like, cool. But, I, but all of that lead up would have made more sense if they had have made them more low-key. If they had me going to this massive building – and have this big sciencey school that, and this huge it, – it all felt like that sort of stuff was stuffed in because that's what the studio wanted. Like, oh, no, we have to make this movie seem more exciting so we'll have a whole warehouse full of exciting gear for them to do. Well, but then sort of you, you force, everything happens on that set. So they're like, well, we have to have this big, crazy set because the whole movie's going to happen right. for no reason. We're going to yeah, have a really important montage. We've got to have catwalks and stuff. <laughs> 
But then you force characters to be dumb, like their dad. It's the, it's the worst father in the world. Because it's like, your dad because, again. It, it, it's, oh, man. But yeah, it's understandable. Everybody. But, any but everything everything was so, but well, it was also just really bad, like the really badly written dialogue. Like the scene where he turns and says, so must be cool having that guy as your dad. So Sue's your sister. Is she adopted? And it's like, oh, God, really? People don't say that in real life. Like, do, <laughs> yeah, well, she's she's white and he's black. Obviously, something's going on. Do we need to have a discussion like, about it? it? Like, yeah, I like. And then, then he's just like, like they had yeah. to write it in at least somewhere. He's just like, yeah, she's adopted. Okay, that's cool. And they both laugh. And I'm like, that was the whole scene. That's the whole point of that scene, which is to say it's okay that she's well, because she's I wonder if that's like a studio note because it feels so on the nose. Because there's an already a so scene where she she feels like like they they have enough tension between them, you know, and they have enough tension with her dad that's like, oh yeah, they get it. That that's a weird natural tension that you'd have. If you're adopted, and then she's the more higher achiever than the actual natural son. You like, but they never that's go already into laid that. into that, the script. That's, that's interesting yeah. stuff that was in the beginning third. That in the end they could have actually worked into like oh, and they have the big death scene with the father, and they just like avenge me or whatever the hell he says. I don't think I was really listening. But like work he's like, together. I'm the only head, I'm the only head that he did It's just a pointless death scene. He even he even in the scene is just like, Ugh. I will say that the indie to blockbuster thing does feel forced because you have these character moments that seem very real and, and you kind of feel for them. The movie is really fun. And, I and think you feel good. like it's going somewhere as a character piece. But then you have these scenes where they work in effects and the effects seem so awkward because you feel like, like there's a scene where he walks in she's like floating around in a bubble or some bullshit. Oh, those are horrible. And after, she's yeah, like I mean, moving movie, her legs around, like swimming through the air. And you could say, it's like, well, they probably didn't have a lot of green screen training in this because that wasn't the original concept and then they brought them all back to do all these effects things like well we haven't done stunt training and stuff we look stupid <laughs> like yeah, after uh, whatever we'll fiddly diddle with the cgi on it i mean after the one but year sure. later in this movie like, it's complete garbage i mean yeah. there's stuff before that that kind of starts being logically weird like the science fair stuff and the dad and all that stuff like the setup of them being that factory yeah. like lynn said but after the, the one year later it's all the shit. only it's like, thing it's all that's bad. even remotely <laughs> cool is that idea that he's somewhere researching on his own and then they they, they change their mind like nah they, they write took that, that out, out yeah. and, and like what oh, i like the idea that he's away end. making his own thing and making his own fantastic car or whatever you know he's making a fantastic car that he can fly but in instead all he did was build a spacesuit that helps him but you see stretch. but yeah but you see how that would be like part of the redeeming thing he doesn't redeem himself in any of them he's just there and they're like all right well we got to survive now like they yeah, set up no all those character art. things they set up characters with him and the thing and they yeah. set up the stuff with the two siblings yeah. and then be by like, the end they're all just standing together so well they're a team now because they're all in a group shot yeah. nobody like thing, nobody said i think the you, only or, thing that the studio like, didn't force on that ending that would have been the worst on the nose thing the only thing that they didn't do that studios always do is sue didn't turn around and kiss reed at the end it's the only yeah. thing they didn't well, do that is true, true. Yeah, they still have to work on that. Oh, they still what have like a three-minute scene leading head, up to being like, called Fantastic Four. It's like, guys, come on. I get it. We get where the scene's well, going. Well, the thing is, why does he think – because <laughs> that might have actually been more resonant if he was being sarcastic. But instead, right. not only does he say it in earnest, but he makes him repeat it in case we missed it. Wait, say Roll what you credits. said again? That's another trope that they can get rid of in movies now that – wait a second. Repeat what you said because you just had an impact on me. It's like, well, I just said this. It's like, oh, I had an epiphany because you said Nobody that. Nobody said I'm that. I'm letting the audience yeah. know. Yeah. Well, that's the thing too is like Fantastic. when I thought that – You don't like we that. We need a name Keller. as a group. I want to <laughs> just start hanging out with people and just randomly yeah, say yeah. We Let all need a name actors. as a group now. 
When we get to the actors, well, I didn't a- like the guy playing Reed Richards. I, I, he, he did a better job than I than I thought, but I've said that since day one. I just I like him though. Like, I'm a I fan of his. He did a good job. Bad, I actually don't think I don't he was think, the problem. I don't think he was the problem, but I didn't think he smarmy was... kind of face. But I, they didn't I, actually I, let him be his like normal character either. I think it would have been more interesting if he starts with that nerdy guy and he starts getting a little more cock. By the end, he's like, oh, he's the leader. He doesn't feel like a leader at all during any of that. You know, no, they need the Jesse Eisenberg. Like they need to go Luther with it if they wanted that kind of Reed Richards get Eisenberg. Well, that it was worked. difficult because we didn't we since we didn't get the the final two thirds of the movie and what the director was trying to do with that character. We didn't know why that kid had been cast. We didn't know where he was trying to go with that character. So since we all we got was what the, they wanted to do at all. Since all we got was the, the shitty normal read, which is he I wasn't mean, great casting for that particular for <laughs> a normal superhero you, movie because he didn't really have nothing to go with. And it's like Sue Storm had nowhere to go in that movie. She's she listens character. to Portishead because she's, <laughs> yeah. she's cool. It's like, have you heard of Portishead? <laughs> It's like, were, you, yeah. were they? Were you born when that band was around? She's cool. It feels like the, the, the writers are so far out of touch that they think that no I mean, one's ever heard you get of them, Jules Verne, you get them, and they think that Portishead is like what the cool indie. It's like, the, it's like the Cure now or whatever. But like, it, it, but it's funny though too because I mean Michael B. Jordan has the he's the best in it probably, but he has the most to work with because he has a little bit of angst and a little bit of story in there, and he's the only one who has a tiny bit of something to work with. And that, but all those guys are great is, actors. They're great actors. They all do a good job. I, I mean, if they do a sequel, I feel like they got really guys, little. Have a problem with. With that. I felt like in the beginning, everyone sort of was acting at this really muted level, like they're all like really bland and and sort of yeah. sad. And I was like, why are they all so like blah? And then at That's the, the 90s end, when they had the, again, like at we're the all end when they had the redone scenes, they're all like laughing and stuff. And I was like. That all yeah, worked out great. What like worked out great? You're looking at a crater. It used to be a river. I mean, this is one where we say they really should have had basically that Ant-Man tone. That's basically what this thing should have. You know what I mean? Like where it's like, oh, this is fun. This is crazy. We got these powers now. Okay, let's do if, that. You know. Well, I think it could have gone one wanted. way or the other. If they if they had stuck with the way they were building the original third and, or, and actually yeah. gone with that gritty sort of, how is this affecting us? And Reed has made us a monster. And Reed is actually a dick. Like, I, why don't they have? They never do it in the movies because they always try to make him the hero of the movie. But Reed Richards is a dickhead. Like he's a he's not a. He's maybe he's a good man underneath it all, but he's sort of abusive as a spouse, and he turns his friends into monsters, and he's not responsible. And you sort of get that in the first bit of the movie, and he just runs away. Well, they like, always, yeah, I don't like that Richards. relationship with with. Well, the, the problem thing, is the thing in him because he's like, I will change you back, and then by then it's like, hey, we're all we here, are who we are. And now things we're like, hey guys, I'm still like a big freaking rock. Yeah, <laughs> it's like somebody it's all fantastic. <laughs> That's one of the integral parts yeah. of the comics is that you know Benny sort of sticks around because he's like, can you fix me? I'm I'm he does he doesn't say I'm made of bricks now. I'm cool. He's like I'm a monster. And Reed's well, always trying to fix it. The problem is that in the, the they changed the story so that it becomes all Reed's fault because by one really dumb change that they made, they're like, well, instead of us going off in a rocket ship, then we all strap ourselves into these beds that take us to another dimension. Now we don't need pilots. Because in the original idea, like if Ben and Johnny are like the two hot shot pilots that are actually there flying the spaceship, they have a purpose for being there. And well, they've there was made no a decision purpose for to be anyone there. to be there. That's why they were like, let's just get drunk and go to another dimension. 
Yeah, but they're like, what? oh, let's just call my buddy up and have him do call, come here while we're <laughs> it's still It's the middle of the night. They never established planet. how far away the school was from their house. And he's like, look, just give me a second. And all the, he, he gets there. He gets all the way there. And he they're says, like, for, he says drunk. 45 minutes away. Yeah, so the like, they're still drunk. So are you guys still drinking even after deciding to go to another <laughs> No, he's drinking from he, the uh, yeah, again, flask guys, ever. It's from the littlest flask Again, when the guy comes in, he's drinking water, okay? He's coming down from the drunk. He's drinking water at that point. So. Really. So you had all the time in the world to, to rethink this. Yeah. But it was so shoehorned oh, in. That it was like, yeah, you know, see, and that's Sue was just like there. Out. And that's why she got powers because she was like next to the machine when it dropped. And the whole idea that, oh, he got rocks dropped on him. So he's a rock person. And that guy was like, oh, that was the Roger fire. movie. Oh, what happened? Yeah. Why is he stretchy then? You know, like that. Because no he was re- trying to crawl away from something and his foot got caught. And then he was. Stretching his body while the pa- while the goo oh, was while the stuff is working. It's explaining magic. it is worse than not explaining it. That's Why is she invisible and shit? Like, like okay. Yeah, and I, but I, I get that thing. She's a girl. I, I get that tone because, I mean, he originally said he wanted to be like the fly or something, this real grotesque thing. And that scene where they had their flowers first, again, it's like, oh, God, he stretched. This is really weird. Mm-hmm. And, and so, the table and and so that serious tone matches all that. But again, like you said, then it goes one year later and then it's totally different movie. And then it's not. a different movie completely. Like, okay. And then the ending is the ending from another movie. Like that ending didn't make any sense to the movie we'd been watching. The, movie, the ending lasted five minutes. <laughs> That's how long the ending so, They're just like, then, we need to fight. No- so Doom comes back and inexplicably wants to create a black hole to destroy the world that movie they, no they reason. Went he just, shot he that just movie. rocks up and he's like he's all like oh i'm so injured my leg is sore and he gets to he, he gets taken back to earth just kidding and then he just I looks around and he's limited like, powers yeah oh well, by the way powers. <laughs> and then they <laughs> i'm so powerful he, he i'm gonna put, kill all of you he just runs us through this facility exploding heads left and right for no oh, reason. everybody but the main characters right everybody but the main characters and then he gets in they go to the other planet he puts rocks on everybody they all decide eventually just to throw the rocks off they of just them decide for no to reason be more powerful and he's like <laughs> he's he says, more powerful we have to combine us. our powers it's like but and it's like they say like, we have a plan they, our powers i'm gonna trap him in a force field and you're gonna shoot fire in it but he already is immune to fire and he blew off one of my force fields already. So how is combining those helping? There's and then all, he just so, makes the thing. So she just lo- makes thing invisible. So that yeah, he, and then I'll, and I'll punch him a couple him. of times. And I have a problem with the clobbering times too because oh, if that was used to abuse him as a kid, oh, why would no. he say that you could, tell, as you could tell that the setup was so much more resonant. You I could like, tell oh, that they were building God. to something because if – if they'd done that the way it seemed like they were building to, it would have been had been really impactful well, for him to have You can taken tell that, that. Di- that director has issues with like parental violence and the moving of violence right. and how it affects people as they grow Maybe up. That affects his issues with authority. Maybe that's why he's really. <laughs> but like, it's funny because then it's like the Human Torch can now go through, bust through rock walls because that has to do with fire. Okay, and then they, it's like the, the one thing too is like they have no idea what that's doing to the planet or anything. There's like we have to break this. I was like. What, what's going on here? And somebody mentioned on some other podcast, there's like, again, with their, this is like the 18th movie with the ominous blue light to the sky. I know. Out. I it's saw like that. that. I was like, every movie. How, how is that? How is a blue shaft of light going into the sky how does that make a black hole or a dimensional portal or it's just like it's and it's, how do they know any of that he just I know they don't know any doing of it and they're like he's making a black hole to destroy the earth to draw energy into his other planet like why would it do that 
If why one, do why is he that? doing that? He's like, this world sucks. I want to make this new one where there's no food and I survived for a year and all this stuff. There's no other people, but I just want to be here. I was like, this doesn't make any sense either. I was like, <laughs> what is, is yeah, happening? I'm just basically crazy now. I mean, it really felt like, because I really, that whole finale was literally on a blue screen. That's all that thing, or green screen. Oh, I so they, I feel like they came in on a Saturday. And I was like, guys, just, you know, just riff, like improv. Like, Start, what would you do? They all just land and they all just like run at him separately. Sue's so like, I've got an idea. And then she just runs at him and then she runs past him and yeah, then stands no one, there well, looking at ideas always are. I was like, well, we'll make him invisible and run at him. Maybe that'll work. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, really? We'll put and he has and like, fire and force fields on it. And he has like, what are his powers? Like, I don't understand what yeah, his... telekinesis. He shoots some kind of weird electricity. Really I mean, it's like, yeah. I started thinking it's like some kind of radiation maybe or something. I, I, I don't know. And I was yeah, like, I, I what, are, what are Dr. Doom's in the comics powers? What are his powers it's like he, electricity I think or something he wears, right or, but then he just he just wears a suit though it's all comes from like it's like iron man he wears armor he doesn't have any innate superpowers he's just he's scarred uh and the moment where, when Baron. when he's saying something depressing in the beginning and sue turns to him he's like thanks dr, dr. doom, doom and i was like oh god yeah i was Go like you didn't need that because his name's already Baron von doom <laughs> you know i was like <laughs> Like, if, if his name was just like Barry White or something, you go, hey, man, you're like, thanks, Dr. Doom. And you're like, that gets it. But if like he called us, like he might. And I was thinking at that moment, I was like, is he actually a doctor, though? It's like, that's not even a like a dig because he might actually be a, have a PhD. And he's a, and they, that's his and last they, name. They so. build in the whole, <laughs> oh, yeah, he's just a Euro trash douchebag. Yeah. And they always try Baron to build in the whole, the whole Sue Reed Doom love triangle thing. And it never well, pays off. A, from a character perspective, if this were just a character piece, even up to the point where it gets dumb, it's it's weak anyway because they want to have this this trope where Reed and and Victor are friends and work on this together, but it doesn't work because Victor's in like some kind of weird hacker layer and doesn't and is already like a crazy nihilist when they get him. So when he walks in, he's like, oh whatever this is stupid that guy doesn't know what he's doing i'm just basically a douche and then for some reason later on when they're doing well they come back and like well now they're kind of friends and they're drinking together well, it doesn't make cool. any sense either too because he's like you think that guy would be a douche and he's like looking at the first drawings like this is like a child's work and then reed walks in he's like this is amazing work this i was like why he would, wouldn't yeah. he be the ass right now though wouldn't that be the why would he care what yeah why would he Reed be polite thing? at this point and then later on he sees weird. him sort of talking to sue it's like you're being unprofessional and he's like, you're not working down there that, that, that seems baffling to me because he was like i was like where was like, we've been in here where were you dude he's like why aren't you working right now yeah. all i am working well it doesn't look like you're working that's because i finished and i'm like what you're what like just the happened? worst boss ever I can't, I can't even understand boss. what's going Why on. Why are you still <laughs> even here? And there's a whole scenes where Sue and Reed had dialogue with each other that they never actually looked at each other during. Yeah, I, but I they may not have even been together. They just kept cutting back and forth. They were all they reshoots when they had to do green screen. I think this whole movie was green oh. screen. Next One week. thing that drove Megan up the wall is she, I didn't even notice it, but she's like, Sue Storm's hair changes color oh, does. in every scene. It's like they yeah. must have brought her back for reshoots. To it's like, no, it was. She had this really movie. bad blonde wig on for the reshoots because she'd cut her hair and dyed it brown after the film. And it was different in pretty much every scene. It was horrible. It's really, really oh my bad. God. That's so funny. See, I didn't even pay attention. I don't. I don't well, it bothered me more. I was more worried girls, about where did they get noticing that the flag? Hair. Yeah, where did they get that flag? And they're just like, we're gonna go plant a flag in another dimension. Like, would you just produce an American flag? 
But just, again, like, I, I mean, watching this movie, one though. One scene where it showed you pulled that oh, yeah. flag from somewhere would have helped. Well, again, watching that movie, though, it's like the first 45 minutes, which is half of this movie, you're like, it, was, it wasn't bad. I mean, the science fair thing was goofy, but I was like, all right, this is going somewhere. I actually kind of liked that this. relationship, I though, with them as kids. I, I actually liked, liked I could have watched the whole movie on that, really. just that It was simple to me. It reminded and me even, of the 80s. Even back. leading into and doing that and then building the thing. Like, yeah, after in hindsight, yeah, there's, there's a lot of problems with that. But up to the point where they're like, well, we're going to go ourselves. And the guy, dad's like, I'm not going to let this stand. I was like, you wanted them to go? What the hell? I was like, that to me, I'm like, okay, well, I mean, I understand them wanting to go, but you, and then once they go and then it just turns stupid, like, and then it became a dumb movie. But up to that point, which is about an hour of the movie, because the, the, the ending, which sucks, is nothing. I really feel there's like another hour and a half of this movie that we didn't see. I, I actually buy the Blu-ray if you guys would just show. How about do eight different versions and let's watch them all, like the the Exorcist <laughs> prequel. Like yeah. I would look, just cut another one and put it out. I'd go see it again, probably by myself though. <laughs> I don't think I could get. They obviously have another movie full of time. stuff there because there's so much stuff that was in the trailer that was not in the movie. So many bits and pieces. There's like there's a whole other movie here. Yeah, all from that first teaser trailer. None of those shots were in the movie. Like there's one where she's them. crying, and there's one where the things doing the thing and so much stuff and they, and they talked about how like this the, yeah the tr- the poster of the movie had them in new york and like asteroids were coming down or something and that's not even in the movie like <laughs> not nothing is in the wow movie. so they basically had a completely different story because they i think they Virgil. reshot the last they had like an hour and a half and they just said no we don't like that for some reason i don't know why <laughs> no, i mean i wonder no, if it no. ended some kind of controversial way or something maybe somebody died or something i don't know you know and they're like well who knows if they is- brought in they got brought in a different director to reshoot so maybe he had different ideas that's terrible if that's true well that's the thing it's like they chucked out the story halfway through and they were like no nah, let's just do a different story and then some sort of baddie fight at the end and then done. And let's just take whatever footage we have and see if we can make a movie out of it. It's like an experimental but it process. Was like, it was, like we don't need a fan fantastic car. We just need her baffling. bubble it was, shield. It was baffling <laughs> that anybody at the studio watched this cut of the movie and thought it was worthy of release. It was like they went, oh, we've got to release something, so we'll just release this shitty draft that we I, yeah, I think that's I exactly think that, what it was. That's they exactly were like, what it was. We've got to put something out and, you know, we'll fix it. And that's why they keep saying they're committed to a sequel because they're like, well, we, we'll assess this, but but we'll fix it in the next one. Although I will say, first of all, Fox doesn't want to give any concessions to Marvel. But second, you know, Warner Brothers said the same thing about Green Lantern when it came out. You put a lot of money into a franchise, you feel committed to a sequel until one day you're just like, you know, whatever. Let's just eat that $200 million. Green Lantern did a really good job of world building more (laughs) Like, I think Green Lantern actually might be better than this movie. Well, this is the movie that makes you think, we know what all those other movies that we criticized, awesome. They were all awesome. Well, I yeah. could say this. I say this a little bit about this movie too, but I think definitely with Green Lantern, I could I could have recut Green Lantern into a better movie. So this we're missing the footage. We they, just missed the last thirty minutes. They had a lot movie. of bad like, pacing in Green Lantern, but this is like there's like nothing to, to work with. It. I'd end. like to see the footage you were working with because there probably is a movie you can make here, but it does feel like you kind of just threw this together. What's the last? What's, this? what's the last blockbuster movie you saw that was an hour and thirty minutes? Really? You know what I mean? I was like, two hours is the standard. Yeah. Especially I know. That's another animation that they kid, threw it together fast. They're like, just get yeah. us a cut. Just get us Kids a cut. Kids movies are an hour and 30 minutes. <laughs> you know, adult movies are two hours at least now. 
they were rolling the dice. They're like, if we if we delay the the opening, then people know we're in trouble. If, it's if we a, come out, maybe we long, can fake. Maybe people won't be as pissed off. Maybe we'll be able to see day. it and not know the difference. Who knows? Some we put out garbage sometimes, and it makes money. It just, They're the just thinking like Amazing Spider-Man too. They're like, just put it out, and maybe we'll at least you know get our money back, and then we'll we'll fix it in the sequel. And now it's like a joke to everybody. They're like, well, we're still committed to the sequels. Like, yeah, sleep on it. Somebody mentioned on, on the podcast that you should, that they, they just need to give it to Marvel. But what would be cool for Marvel to do would be to put it in the 60s, like around Ant-Man, like Hank Pym era, you know, like that yeah, kind of thing. That would be awesome. Fun. That would be neat, I think. I mean, of course, you'd have to somehow retcon them into the world in other ways like but it's easy to do they haven't really covered well, that area what's dumb here is they they sacrificed the idea of outer space which like i said made their two two of their main characters useless so johnny was some dumb like street racer and ben was just a sour Reed richard's kid. buddy who just came because they called him he's but, like a poor man's aaron paul basically <laughs> yeah i like that kid though i think yeah, and i, I, I really like the look yeah. of the thing the whole, he needs some pants i'm not gonna and i like that he's like a little dude but it becomes the thing like it's i don't mind him he didn't get like, much to work with like he's he's like he, he attaches himself he didn't get anything to, to work with did you see him down there it was like a little bitty rocky pebbly business and then he's really like angry when he turns into the thing and that's that's cool like he's like reed you abandoned me and i hate you that was cool i was like he's like we're not friends anymore i liked that and then it just went nowhere and I like the movie and the moment we've been waiting for is like, okay, Jesus, it's been an hour of this movie. They have powers. Great. Because one year later, it's like, okay, when are the powers? Let's see them. And then the first thing we see is the thing in a tiny little TV screen across the room. <laughs> like what he's doing. Like, 43 Jesus confirmed Christ. kills. It's like, Jesus, we could have done without that. That's can't, dark. Or, but can't we just see him doing some of the stuff? That they do? It's like, <laughs> but the funniest bit was when like, they were like, he's things? a master of covert operations. Well, and we see him ripping the head off a tank. And we're like, that's not covert. He's not COVID. That makes yeah. you also wonder if the effects weren't that solid. Yeah. Like, this will work from across the room if you full squint. resolution. <laughs> and you make it look like it's on VHS. But besides that, no. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's how we got away from that one. We'll do the we whole movie in thumbnail. the Roger Corman thing at all. It's like, no, that's about this. We use the same suit. Same suit. Well, I guess that's a good enough segue then, really, because – because I'd really like to – I don't want to pan him too much for making this movie because obviously there's so there's much so trouble on all sides. I don't know who to blame, and I think peop, there's there's too much hate going to this movie and the it's people who made it. It's just the victim of the – I don't think yeah, – it's not. For this me, is what, I don't hate I don't this movie. This the, I'm just baffled by it. It's just it's just yeah. I don't think this is the movie that's that, why I wanted. Let's get let's stay more clinical. Like how did this happen? And exactly. I don't think this is the movie that anybody intended, though. Right? Nobody, nobody meant wanted for this movie. movie. Like, yeah. yeah, the this CGI is, yeah, wanted well, something fun movie. The guy who wrote it nobody's vision. Yeah. And then it just so ends up being in, nothing. In like, it was just that, such a nothing movie to me. I just I wouldn't didn't hate it. I wasn't angry at the end. I was just confused. It was like a, a dark sad. remake of the one they already made. Yeah, they made that one in the two thousands, and this is just a darker version of that. It's all the same elements. Uh, but just I remember thrown watching together the Roger It feels Corman like Amazing Spider Man. When I watched the Roger Corman one, well, and he calls Sue and Johnny, and he's like, "Oh, well, I've known these kids since they were little. I got to bring them on this mission just because let's they would just be come on a spaceship. They would yeah, be mad at me if they didn't." And then, exactly. and I, I, when I watched that, I was like, "That's the stupidest reason ever." And then he calls Benny in this one and says, "Ah, oh, I've just got to come because one. he's my friend." And I was like, "That's exactly the same. The same motive. <laughs> these guys haven't put no thought into this whatsoever." This is the same script. Same script as the common one. Mole Man in it. 
I like that that's Josh Trank's like rogue idea. It's like, we're going to remake the Carmen movie, but make it better. It's like, I'm going to make that. I would have appreciated that. We're working off the same basic script. It's like, it's an unsung masterpiece. Nobody knows. (laughs) I'm like, did you see Conan? He's like, they did a bit on his monologue. He's like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's been a Fantastic Four came out this week and it's a huge flop. And he's like, I don't know. I mean, let's look at some clips. And they basically played all the and they made fun of it. It was pretty good. Because the um, thing, there's one part where he's like, he looks up in the heavens, he's like, rah, rah, yeah, rah, rah. he's like, what is he saying? Is he just chewing food or what is he doing? <laughs> oh my God, how annoying was the guy who was just like the baddie from the middle bit who was just chewing gum the entire time? And I was like, really? Oh, You're yeah. chewing gum well, while but you know what? presentation? But you know, it's more, you know what's more unfortunate about that? He's the smartest person in the movie. Like he, he always has pretty reasonable ideas. He's like, yeah, you're not going to send these kids. We're going to get NASA people to go. You know what I mean? And yeah, he's we're like, going to oh, yeah, astronauts. <laughs> he's like, he has pretty reasonable ideas. He's like the, he's like time, the guy except for the, every, um, was it Roland Emmerich movie where there, <laughs> there's always one guy who's like, we're going to save all of the people in the world. And he's just like, no, we can't. How about we just save most of them? Like. Yeah, he's like that guy. He's like, yeah, like actually, some of them have already died, so we already <laughs> the, failed. The, to save but them the all. but he probably makes the worst decision in the movie. It's like, oh yeah, we went back a year later. Oh yeah, and this guy's still alive after a year. I don't know how that happened. Like, yeah, just bring him back. Put him in. Yeah, load him up. Bring him back. Yeah. Was, don't worry that about that. Seems to be like an emotional decision. They were like, he looks injured. Let's just medipack him and bring him back. And like, it seems oh, like yeah, an emotional. They don't know wonder how cheesy he's... movie. Yeah, they think they just found a survivor. <laughs> Yeah, that sort of makes sense. Ugh. But given oh. given how many powers the other people had from being there 10 minutes, <laughs> you'd think that had been better contained. I want to know what's happened to that monkey. That monkey is what I want to see. You know, <laughs> He's like some that. superhero monkey. <laughs> yeah. Not really just hard. that. Because like, that was driving We live in a post-dawn like, of the rise of the Planet of the Apes world, guys. Come on. You can make a but, monkey. But I was like, nothing happened to that monkey. So why didn't they get a real chimp? Why is it a CG chip? Yeah, all because was you think like something messed up is going to happen to the monkey, and that's why. But I kind of you know, think something might have happened to the monkey, and we just didn't see that scene. Maybe, but if you look, I kind of think it was more disturbing like, because he he kept he pushing this just movie like, like it the was, baby monkey from uh, from Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Yeah, but he was pushing this movie like it was going to be very real and disturbing, and like stuff was going to happen, and they have to deal with it and then overcome it. And I feel like. Something like maybe they they're about monkey. to go like there's there easily could have been a scene where they jump in drunk and go because I feel that still feels like Chronicle you're right and I feel that might have been in the same movie but and then they cut to a scene of that monkey's head exploding <laughs> like oh shit that could like, have worked we, like guys no 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 don't go don't go but you know what that's what I thought too but they're gonna go and then something messed up's gonna happen with the monkey but uh, now I kind of feel like the monkey was just another CGI tack on because I don't think that I think it's easily wasn't Planet of the Apes cut. that's a Fox movie too right. Uh, we, we've got so this, uh, I feel like the CG studio just monkey. had this this CG monkey model. Yeah, we all like, models. We could put a monkey around. in there. We basically already have the effects built for that. You want a baby monkey in the pod? Yeah, yeah sure. I mean, yeah. If we're just tinkering around after the fact, I guess we get it for monkey. I love the bit where they're looking at the screens. The monkey's just gone over, and she's looking at the screen, and she's like, "It's like a primordial Earth." And I'm like, "Lady, all you can see is a bit of fog and some ground. You don't know what it's like." There's stuff that there's just and all of his vitals started to elevate, and they're like, "Okay, bring him back." That looked fine. I guess we could go over there. It's like, wasn't he like almost dying when you brought him back? Well, on the second time, they don't even check. He's like, "Yeah, refixed it. All right, let's go. Let's do it." He's like, and "I'm going to take ten gonna minutes to fix some of this source code." <laughs> yeah, what? It's going to take more I, I kind of feel minutes. like okay, that might have been. Don't you? 
don't you feel like that was a plot point like in the real movie because he the way he said i have 10 minutes just give it to me and like i feel like that could have been sabotaged they bust out the four of them they go back in his thing you know what i mean and they find dr Doom. that comes back and then we start this whole movie yeah again. because the biggest like, dead end in the world is that he had somehow amassed they're still this, there they're, they're still to this build this single person pod yeah and the fact yeah. that he gets captured and they're still in this compound until the end. I was like, is this really how this yeah. movie ends? They Bring don't it bust back out to the here? original set from Act 1. It's like, oh, yeah. so the movie's gone nowhere. We're at, the, we're at the place we started out at. Yeah, it doesn't make any... It feels like they would have busted out. Yannan used his machine that he was building, used the Fantastic Car, do some crazy shit. And then, you know, that feels yeah. like that's somewhat of a big epic story and not Bring just, in, like, Silver Surfer or something. I don't know, man. Like we brought him back and now he's like just running through the exploding heads. He doesn't explode the dad's head for two seconds so he can go. (laughs) And then he doesn't explode the Fantastic Four's heads for no reason. Because they have powers. They're immune to head exploding. It would be funny if he had like tried to explode Reed's head and it just like got bigger like a balloon. Yeah, Yeah, that would have been awesome if he just like scrunched it in like it imploded. And then just like popped back. But it's like they didn't have the effects for that. It's like, they, I don't know. They just... I, I, I don't want to dwell on it because we, yeah. we I think we can all agree. It's like we're all punching down. Like we're all just excited that there's blood in the water. It's like, yeah, that movie sucks. Like, yeah, but that's obvious. I was looking so forward to this. I thought it might be interesting. I was really kind of, I didn't think I kind of wanted to see his, what to think, I, 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 th- I was anxious for it. I thought it might be neat. I was against what seemed to be Josh Trank's vision, but I thought, well, this could be something special, though. So I, I like Chronicle. See what he's doing I thought Chronicle was basically yeah, and I a love Fantastic that Four movie. That basically was the same story. That seems to be for what teenagers. he was doing. Like that, uh, that was what he was building. Most next week, as the Fantastic Three continue their discussion of the Fantastic Four by reimagining how they would have done it. Also, our next episode is episode 250 of TV Ate My Dinner. So happy anniversary, everybody. But it will not be an anniversary episode. I'm sick of anniversary episodes. Yes, it's been a while and things have changed. Time passes and people are different. We get it. Not everything is an excuse for Sean to do a bastardized karaoke version of a popular song. He gets enough singing in, doing the Christmas specials. To our remaining audience, thank you for listening. Tune in next week. Thank <laughs> you.